Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to truly validate your feelings and what that means. This is something that is obviously very common in the personal growth realm, the therapy realm. Like we always talk about feelings and why it's important to really validate them. Now, what does that mean really? Because I've had a lot of trouble understanding this. When you're early on in your in your journey uh, toward any sort of you know personal growth and in therapy especially, the idea of validating your feelings it doesn't it, it makes sense logically, but it's harder to kind of really understand it internally. What it means to truly validate your feelings. So you might be in conversation with somebody and you say you know I'm I'm feeling very stressed, I'm feeling sad, whatever, and that person might say oh your your feelings are so valid, they're valid, and it's like okay, what does that mean though? And it's one thing for someone to validate your feelings, right? To tell you, oh, yeah, I understand that. I felt it before. I've experienced that. That feels very validating, of course. And it's very much appreciated. That's the point of having relationships with people so we can have our experiences validated. But what does it mean for you specifically to validate your feelings? And what that really means, as I've had to learn, because as someone who lives very much in my head, (laughs) I'm very head heavy when it comes to the way I see life and I experience it. Uh, I'm very analytical, of course, uh, as you can probably tell from all my content and the things I create. I love thinking about things and I love analyzing them and processing them mentally. I forget about my body though. I forget that my body is part of that processing process. So for me, when it comes to validating my feelings, mentally I can validate them. Mentally I can say, yeah, I'm I'm experiencing this kind of uh, discomfort or this disillusionment or discontent, whatever. I'm experiencing that and that is normal. People experience that all the time and it's okay. That is validating, uh, you know, verbally, right? To, to validate myself in that way, that, that does help. But there's a deeper component to this where validating doesn't have to include analyzing necessarily. And it, it can just simply be expressing it and letting yourself sit with exactly that feeling that is coming up. And this is really difficult. This is really difficult because I think many of us, especially those of us who are fixers, we want to fix things. We want to find a solution to the problem, whether it's you, whether it's someone in your life who you engage with a lot. We want to find a solution. We want to fix it. We want to feel better, obviously. And that's a great goal to have, to to want to feel better and to make yourself feel better. Of course, we don't want to completely and totally wallow all the time and not see ourselves as able to be better when, when we can, right? Because that's it's good for us. It's a, it's a benefit for us to try and do that. But there are times when it is so important to let yourself wallow. It's so important to let yourself fall into exactly that feeling that you're experiencing and really ground your feet in it rather than just thinking about it, you know, verbally expressing it and saying, yeah, this is what I'm feeling. And But being so head heavy and seeing it only through your mind, forgetting that your body has to truly feel it as well in order to release it. This is so important and I I struggle with this and I have to actively work on it. But I realized that even recently to this point, I've had to kind of come to terms with this, that sometimes it's just about, you know, saying it. You can express it to a friend, to yourself, even journaling, saying it and just letting that truth sit there, letting that truth be. It doesn't have to be solved. It doesn't have to be fixed. It doesn't have to have uh, an end go- an end goal or end point to it. It doesn't have to have some sort of happy rainbow sunshine conclusion. It can just be. It can just be as it is 
and just be hanging there. It can just have an ellipsis at the end of it and not a period. <laughs> I hope that makes sense uh, to all my fellow writers out there. It can just be that way. And this is hard for many people who, again, have that fixer mentality, who who feel like, but I need to solve it. Like, where's the conclusion here? How do I wrap this up neatly? And it's like, life is not neatly wrapped up all the time. You can't, that's not part of the human experience. Sometimes things are left hanging. Sometimes there is no closure and that's okay. The lack of closure is sometimes closure. And that's really hard, but that I've realized is a really important part of the validation process when it comes to your feelings. Letting it exist. And as an example, I was kind of going through something recently, you know, just a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. Um, and it was triggering anxiety in me. It was triggering, you know, uh, you know, the, the feelings of hopelessness, all the things that we, we cycle through, right? When we are dealing with something that's maybe stressing us out, that's feeling uncomfortable, that's new, that's out of our normal, you know, uh, territory of what we we're used to. And I was noticing myself wanting to really figure it out, solve it. How, where's my, where are my answers? I need my answers. So I was journaling. I was thinking about it. I love going on long walks and, and think just thinking about things and trying to come to a conclusion and a solution. And that works many times for me, which is great. Um, but there are times I've noticed where I try to do that and I end up feeling worse. So the more I try to solve it, the more I try to get to a conclusion to figure it out, the hard, the deeper it goes and the more bottomless it feels. And I've had to really understand that there are some things, some feelings, some experiences that don't have a bottom to them. Like they don't have that that end point that you can reach and be like, okay, perfect. I figured it out. I've solved it. And the more you try to do that, the, the deeper and deeper you realize it is. And sometimes it's better to to not try to do that all the time, right? Sometimes it's better to just let it sit there and be and be comfortable with the the discomfort of it the only way out is through sometimes. And again, this is something that I know logically, but it's different to actually sit and feel it and let your body also experience it. So this thing that I was struggling with, I was trying to solve it on my own, um, talking about it, but in a very surface level kind of way. Again, I tried to get to, to awarenesses that would help me fix it to get to an end point so that I could just, okay, let me wrap this up so I can feel better and go back to my normal scheduled whatever life. And at one point I was talking to a friend who was way more of a fixer than I am. And I was just expressing it. And I was talking to a different friend who I just kind of was just saying, just talking, just talking it out through voice memos, just expressing myself. And I realized after just literally talking about it, saying it, letting it hang there, not having conclusions to it, not having, and this is what I'm going to do next, or this is my plan now. It's like just saying it, saying it and releasing whatever fears or anxieties were hiding in the shadows in a sense I felt so much better even though it made me realize how sometimes uh unsolvable things are so I had to I sat with the feelings the anxieties the discomfort realized that you know there might not be a solution to this this might just be something I experienced and yet I felt better I felt so much better even though I'm facing maybe the inevitability of something that I can't fix, but yet I felt better. There is something to be said about acceptance to that degree. Acceptance that things just are sometimes. Sometimes things suck and there are no solutions to them. And sometimes when you try to find a solution for those specific things, those things that don't have one necessarily, it makes it more painful rather than just accepting it for what it is. 
which can feel sometimes better. And I remember I was talking to the other friend, the one that was a, a much more of a fixer, and him trying to find solutions and angles and what about this, what about, and me realizing, oh, this is not what I need right now. This is not at all, like maybe in other scenarios, other instances, having someone to bounce off ideas with, to tell me, you know, give me alternate perspectives, sure. But in that specific moment, I was like, wow, no, I don't need this. What I need right now is just to say what it is I'm feeling and let it sit there. Just let it resonate. To let it sit and and exist as as it is, even if it has no solution, even if it's not the most pleasant thing to experience, even if I can say, yeah, maybe this is my life forever and that's just who I am and that's just what's going to happen. It felt so much better to just do that than to try and find a solution. Whereas I think many of us think that once we find a solution, we'll feel so much better. So we're always seeking answers. We're always seeking solutions to things that might not have it sometimes, or we just might not need that right now, but we don't think that we don't need that, right? We think, no, logically, the solution is what's gonna make us feel better. And sometimes it's the opposite. And I'm, I'm having to accept that for myself. And I've realized that this is what it truly means to validate your feelings. Validating feelings does not necessarily mean fixing or getting to a conclusion. Sometimes it does. Sometimes that was, that's what validation is, you know, expressing it, saying that, it, yeah, there it is. It exists. This is what I'm experiencing. And this is the proper solution for me that's going to really wrap this up and make me feel better. That does happen sometimes. And it's great. And other times validating your feelings is simply allowing them to just exist. And that's it. That's it. And realizing that that's exactly what I needed in that moment, really, it made me actually recognize how much I've changed th throughout my life as well, throughout my own personal growth. Because if this was Kat from a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have accepted that as an answer to my problem. I wouldn't have accepted the lack of answers as an answer. But now, as I've gone deeper into this kind of work and the recognition within myself of what I truly need and, and really letting myself be intuitive about what I need, it's so interesting that when you allow yourself to be intuitive, these new things come up that you didn't even realize were possible for you or that you would ever want. And yet, here we are. This is exactly what you want. You let yourself feel it. You let yourself express it. You let your body tell you. And here it is. And you might have never thought you'd ever feel okay with this, but you do. And that, that I think, is what the most fascinating part of this entire you know personal growth journey is learning these things about yourself and watching yourself change and grow and progress and realize that your your emotions, your experiences, what you need changes constantly throughout your life. And it's okay. And that is part of it. You don't have to be the same forever. And there doesn't have to be a ni nice neat bow wrapped up. And everything doesn't have to be wrapped up nicely in a bow to make you feel content with your life because life is not like that. And I, and I want to say this for anybody who watches um, or listens to a lot of content where you have uh, creators who talk about this is how to get your life together. This is how to, uh, you know, get back on track in six months or this is how to uh, create the, the life of your dreams in however many months. Now, obviously, that can be very beneficial to have steps, action steps to, to work toward. Great. But I think it can also be kind of it can kind of lead you to believing that there is a step-by-step -step process to just sorting everything out neatly and nicely and, and everything will be done. And this is something that I've had to really come to terms with that there is no point in your life where you get to it and then that's when you can start living because you already are living, right? This is it. You're already doing it. You're already in the process of life. 
So to think that to get to that endpoint, to have those steps, um, to to finally feel okay, then you can start existing. You can start existing properly, whatever that means, is making you waste the experience of your life right now. And part of the experience of your life, part of being human and experiencing this life is recognizing and allowing things that happen that don't have an answer to take up space, to exist in, in, within you. That is part of experiencing life. It's not about fixing them and then you can start living or sorting them out and having everything neatly ordered in your life. And then, oh, there now my life is perfect. And now I can relax. That's that's not it. And I say this uh, not to shame anyone who, who feels this way because I do it too. I am such a uh, perfectionist in many ways or I, I try to see things as being very neat and ordered and tidy and having a nice conclusion, a nice wrap up so that I can feel safe and secure and comfortable. But that's not life. So it's about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable because all of life is uncomfortable to an extent, right? And of course, some things are not. I'm not saying that it's, you know, life is always pain and suffering. There are many pleasurable things too, but sometimes you wouldn't even realize that some of the painful things can be pleasurable if you allow space for them to just exist as they are. And then you lean into it and you're like, oh, wow, actually, this isn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. It's actually feels good. Just like crying, right? I think many of us resist crying as I did for many years when I was younger Resisting crying because it's, oh, I feel weak. It's going to, you know, crying kind of does hurt a bit. You know, you you feel your your head hurts. There's a lot of pain to it. It's going to make me, it's going to be embarrassing. Like, I feel like a child, whatever narratives you have come up. And then when you allow yourself to actually cry, to truly do it and be in it and not have to feel like I'm embarrassed or ashamed or I have to like quickly stop it or whatever. It feels so good. It feels like such a cathartic just release and you would have never realized that until you leaned into it and allowed yourself to, to be comfortable with the, the discomfort of being a human being who cries sometimes. So yeah, I hope this was helpful in terms of understanding what it means for you to validate your feelings. Because sometimes validating your feelings, yes, you can journal, you can talk about it with people, you can have your therapist confirm that what you're feeling is normal. Great, we love that. And also sometimes it is simply just letting it sit there without solution without answer and that can sometimes be the the best feeling to to just let it be to not have to poke and probe at it and try to fix it and try to uncover things and i'm saying this as somebody who literally my job is to sit and uncover my emotions and feelings and answers and solutions but you don't always need to do that sometimes what you need is the opposite of that and that's the beauty of being human there's no one way to do anything things are always changing and that can feel very uncertain and scary But the more you allow that uncertainty, the more you realize you are capable of handling it. Again, something that I'm also learning and having to accept about myself. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope it helped give you a perspective on validating your feelings. So maybe this is something that you have to do, right? Let yourself feel the anxiety that you're feeling about something. And maybe it's, this is life. This is what I'm going to feel forever. Maybe there is no solution. Maybe there's no way to fix it or get rid of it. Maybe this is just what my experience is going to be like. And you know, some people might see that as kind of depressing. Um, I don't always see that that way. I always, I kind of see it as liberating at times to just accept that this is life. Now what? If these are the cards that I'm dealt, okay, now what? Now what can I do? I've accepted it. I've released it. I can't do anything about this. Now what? And it can kind of open up a lot of space for other things that you can do. And that feels a lot better. So yeah, thanks for listening. Um, feel free to follow my Substack if you want to read about these topics that I talk about. Uh, you can book a one-to-one call with me if you want to talk about them with me in more detail. Uh, you can follow my social media. 
to keep up to date with any of my videos or other content. Um, yeah, and I'd appreciate a rating and review if you'd like. But other than that, uh, I'll be back again soon with another episode.